Welcome to the Doc Washburn Show. This is episode 200, and this is Donnie Copeland sitting in for Doc Washburn. So thankful that you joined us today, and uh, we're going to be talking about a Big Pharma versus uh, Ed Inc. or Education Inc. Which one's the bigger fraud? And uh, I think it's uh, a close race, personally. Um, but we're going to talk about it on today's episode, episode 200. It's hard to believe that it's been uh, now since October. So what would that be? Four, uh, 11, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, let's see, I don't remember, uh, three, uh, 10 months now that we've been uh, going, nine or 10 months. And uh, Doc is off. He is on a little vacation to uh, Florida to be uh, attend his nephew's uh, wedding and then spend a time with his mom uh, down in the uh, central part, I believe, of Florida. And uh, they're going to go see some friends and just hang out. So it's going to be a good time for him. And I'm glad that you joined me here tonight. Thank you for joining us last night on episode 199. And here we are back for episode 200. And what a what a milestone, and I'm uh, thankful. Po- apologize a little bit for the kind of sniffles, but I've got a little cold, and so fighting through that. Got me a good hot cup of coffee here, and uh, we're going to make it. Uh, we're talking about the uh, the tremendous fraud that is, and what precipitated this is the news that came out today uh, that Big Pharma uh, has been revealed that uh, – Antidepressants, there's a study that came out today and said that antidepressants uh, not only are not effective, uh, and I, I'm going to go a step farther tonight, um, not only are they not, this this is the report, uh, antidepressants are not uh, effective, but they knew they weren't effective, and, and no one is uh, no one is surprised by that whatsoever because these pharmaceuticals are uh, big pharma is so uh, so very corrupt. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm uh, I talk a lot about the corruptness of, of big pharma. And you have to keep in mind when you think about big pharma, you're not just talking about the the, the uh, companies. Uh, because think about it, if the companies make the product, they don't have anybody to push these products, uh, then then it goes nowhere, right? So this is not just pharmaceutical companies. Are they the biggest benefactors? Uh, I would say by by far. Uh, but that's not uh, that's 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 tip of the iceberg. I, I think it's. Uh, I don't think I know it's uh, physicians. Uh, it is uh, legislators, both on the federal and the and the state level, some of the largest donors to especially federal offices, less so uh, it's more the medical field, hospitals, clinics. Um, then you have uh, insurance companies who, who are some of the largest donors on a state level and on a national level. Uh, and so. Uh, big pharma is not just the people who's making the drug. It's it's all of it. I mean, if you'll if you'll go to one of my favorite series is Law and Order, and uh, every ten or fifteen.
uh, or, uh, episode of, of Law and Order is dealing with a corrupt pharmaceutical company. And I know it's fiction, and they say it's not based on a story, but it had to come from somewhere, and we just see it all the time. Um, but according to studies, most antidepressants are only about 50 to 55% effective, and I don't even believe that. In some cases, antidepressants are, are only about as effective as a placebo in treating depression. Antidepressants are typically most effective in cases of severe depression, mild or moderate cases, may not be improved with antidepressants. Uh, and to add insult to injury, I don't know that this, uh, this study, uh, gets into it, but to add insult to injury, it's not just in, this actually is on the warnings, which always has boggled my mind and made me to think, why is something that's supposed to make you less depressed actually make you suicidal? And, uh, and, and you'll see that in a lot of the warnings and the ads of, of, uh, antidepressants. Uh, but it's not just antidepressants, my friend. No, sir. Uh-uh. No, it's, it's blood pressure. It's, uh, it's statin drugs, uh, for cholesterol. Uh, did you know how, do, do you know how you actually lower your cholesterol? Uh, you, you, you're, are you sitting down? How you lower your cholesterol? Try this. If, if your cholesterol is high, and mine runs a little high, I don't have, I, I've never taken a prescription drug. Uh, I've, I hadn't been a doctor in 30 years. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm, you know, and, and it's just, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm not bragging whatsoever. Uh, I have great genes with my dad and I, I may not, I may be gone tomorrow, but, uh, I've just, I've been really, really blessed in the, in the, uh, in every area, but especially in the health, uh, area. But, uh, I, my cholesterol kind of on the men's side of the family, Excuse me. I was trying to hit the cough button. I hit it after I got through coughing. But anyway, uh, we're talking about the the contest or the race between who is the most fraudulent. Uh, Big Education or Education Inc., as I called it in my tease, are in, uh, is it Big Pharma? And we've already established that Big Pharma is not just the pharmaceuticals. It's the healthcare industry. It is the doc, the physicians. Uh, it is the hospitals, the clinics, on and on. Uh, and so, uh, if you, don't, if you want to look, if you don't think, uh, I was reading a study today and didn't even realize that I, it was connected because I was just reading a study because a friend of mine, uh, had to go to the, to the doctor and then from there went to the hospital. Sorry about that. Um, for COVID and, uh, I text, uh, this person's niece and said, look, whatever you do, do not let them give her remdesivir. They'll kill her with it. And they knew they were killing people with it. The NIH, uh, National Institute of Health in, in England, they, they came out and said they, they knew they were killing people. They were getting, I don't know what they were getting in, yeah, in Great Britain, but I know they were getting what thirty-six grand or forty grand uh, per COVID death here, and so they were giving remdesivir, knowing that remdesivir was not, uh, not only was not going to uh, help, it was literally uh, going to do the opposite. So, um, but but you know how you you know how you lower cholesterol if you're ready for this, eat more eggs. That's right. 
My my brother, whose cholesterol runs higher, uh, just like mine does. I haven't checked mine in a long time. Probably need to, definitely. Uh, and my dad's runs high. Uh, don't have high blood pressure. Don't have you know heart disease. Don't have any any anything like that. None of us have ever had anything. Uh, no blood pressure problems, no diabetes. I mean, not, nothing. We're just super blessed. All, all of my family, I look back at my sister and my two brothers and my dad. My mom was very, on her side of the family, they had a lot of uh, health issues. But on my, and my wife's the same way. Her, she's just super, we're just blessed. Our kids are the same way, just super blessed. Uh, and we don't take that for granted. But my brother started eating a dozen eggs. He drinks several, I think four, five, six eggs a day, and then he eats several boiled eggs a day, and then eats a few fried eggs, but mostly drinks them raw. Uh, and you don't have to. You can eat them boiled or whatever. But if you eat eggs, uh, you know you know where he got that from? He, he went to a site. There's a site called Dead Doctors Don't Lie. Dead Doctors Don't Lie. And uh, it is uh, Dr. Uh, Wallach, W-A-L-L-A-C-H. And there's a lot of homeopathic uh, and kind of home cures on there. And uh, that's where he got the idea. Uh, he was having a lot of trouble with his shoulders and with his... Uh, how many people do you know? Have you noticed through the years? I'm, again, we're talking tonight about the difference between the fraud that is big pharma and the fraud that is big education. We're going to cover them all tonight, both of them tonight, pretty, pretty, uh, in depth. Uh, but how many, have you noticed how many people are having knee surgeries? How many people are having ankle surgeries and especially more so knee and hip surgeries? They're, they're by the tons. Rotator cuff, uh, by the tons. All, all of that is a, uh, lack of collagen. Uh, in in the joints and collagen can can be replenished. Uh, you know what my again you know what my brother did and he a lot of this he's he's given me he is a research fanatic uh, and he'll never give you something that he hasn't researched and even tried himself. I'm sorry I got this cough and I keep hitting the button to uh, not cough in your ear, but uh, you know how he ended up. Uh, Getting his uh, his knees, he got to where his knees were so sore he, he couldn't run any longer, and you know couldn't do wasn't as active, even though he still works full time. Uh, he he went to the meat market, got him a couple three ham bones, boiled them, uh, drained off the juice, and uh, made a liquid, and and drinks that juice. And that that's gross to me. Uh, you can take collagen pills, but collagen pills, unless they're really high uh, grade, or don't the, the body doesn't absorb them too well. There's probably something like just like you can get uh, zinc that the body doesn't absorb zinc very well, but quercetin helps it. So I'm sure there's something out there that maybe one of our listeners could help you with uh, that would help collagen the body absorb collagen a little better. But I do know that taking it uh, liquid uh, through like the the boiled ham bone, it's super rich in collagen, and and in a matter of weeks, uh, all the pain in his knees, uh, and in his back, everywhere, all of his joints, it was gone. 
and hadn't had another problem. He just replenished that collagen. And so, uh, you know, but, but here's another thing. This is something I, I learned and I've talked about it on this, on this show a few times when Doc was kind of to let me sit in while he was out. And that is that, did you know that every single, now th- this is amazing, every single pharmaceutical is derived from a natural source. Every pharmaceutical is arrived from a natural source. But here's the thing. You can't, uh, you can't, uh, patent natural sources. So what they do, they, they synthesize it. They take it, put it in the lab. They make a copy of it that is synthetic of that natural, uh, whatever it may be. Uh, and, and, and listen to this again. I'm not, I'm not going to preach to you tonight. I, I felt like I preached to you more than I needed to last night, but I was really giving you context, uh, in the book of Revelation. It was not to preach to you. So I apologize. Not that I felt like I offended anybody or anything, but I, I know that's probably not what you, why you listen to the show, but I wanted to explain that's, that's the only reason I brought it in. And, and not that you mind probably, but. Uh, that's, you know, if I was a religious show, that'd be different. Or doc show was a religious show. But, um, that, you know, the, the bottom line is the Bible says that God has given us everything that pertaineth. This is Peter writing, said God has given us everything that pertaineth both to life and godliness. And there's this idea that Abbott or, uh, you know, AstraZeneca or one of these other pharmaceutical companies is going to come up with something that the creator of the universe didn't come up with. No. They take what he, uh, created and they synthesize it. And through that synthesis, uh, synthesizing process, there's all kind of chemicals and, and dangers. And that's why there's 15 seconds uh, of what a drug will, of uh, a, a pharmaceutical will do for you in 45 seconds of what it'll do to you. Where at the same time, you can take the natural uh, of that particular product and there's no risk whatsoever. Not unless you, have, you know, you just totally abused it and just went overboard or something. But, you know, if you take a, a moderate amount, it's, it's never going to harm you. Because why? It was designed to help you. Collagen was designed to help you. Uh, eggs were designed to help you. Water was designed to help you. Uh, you know, and, and we could go on and on and on and on uh, of, of all the things out there that uh, that will help you. And so it's not surprising whatsoever. And also think about this, that, you know, uh, I think one of the things that really, as I got a little older and, and kind of got out of my teen years, got to be a young adult, then I got into my 30s and 40s. And then it dawned on me one day that there's actually people now, now hold on, uh, because I'm sure this is going to shock the life out of you. There's actually people, there's industries, there's organizations that, uh, there's businesses that only exist for personal gain. I know that's a, a total shock to you, but, but they do exist and pharmaceutical companies. They exist for one reason, one reason only is to, uh, is, is to, uh, make a profit and a profit they do.
we're talking in the billions of dollars. And uh, yet, uh, and, and I would not be surprised as you see, because I see, I think pharmaceutical, the pharmaceutical industry in the last three years has taken a tremendous hit because they poo-pooed ivermectin, they poo-pooed hydrochloroquine, uh, they, you know, they mocked uh, all these drugs. Uh, hold on, I'm getting a, uh, I'm getting a message here, and it's re- relative. Uh, I looked up the COVID vaccines, and they gave Pfizer employees a separate vax. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, they gave them something that wouldn't kill them, that wouldn't give them blood clots, right? Uh, so, you know, uh, here, here's the bottom line. There is a, uh, you know, there's there everything you need in life, but it takes some it takes some effort. And I see so many people that. Uh, go to a doctor and a doctor, you know, and I, I'm a big believer in doctors. I, I don't go to them much, but it's not because I have anything against them or, you know, certainly not anything religious or, 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 or even, you know, uh, philosophical. I just would rather try to handle as much as possible my own and probably even to a fault, perhaps. Uh, but I see so many people on statin drugs. Statin drugs is is for cholesterol and blood pressure. And and uh, talk to any health professional off the record, and they'll tell you that statin drugs are they are pure poison. That they they will kill you straight up. Statin drugs, which are for blood pressure, will kill you, and millions of people are on them. And and they can do it, and and they can get by with it, and you can't prove it. You know, it's hard to prove something. Uh, excuse me, <coughs> to prove a negative. And so they, uh, you know, you 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 can't prove it. So so what do you do for those of you that are on medicines? Well, I would I would tell you, one, you know, uh, pray for healing because I believe that is I believe that's viable. Two, I would create a lifestyle. And I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know. Uh, create a lifestyle where you need less of that. And then start looking at some alternatives. And then get a health professional. Don't listen to, you know, a, 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 a sit-in uh, substitute uh, talk show host. You know, talk to a professional. Get with some professionals that you trust, that believe in holistic and, and more natural-based uh, medicine and the approach to medicine and, and your eyes will be open. We had a COVID summit at our, uh, church. We, we just hosted it. It was Dr. Milhone, the Milhones from Hawaii. There were several others there. They are connected to Dr. McCullough. And I think he's done some of, some of their events, but he wasn't at this particular one, but it was revolutionary, the, the things. And a lot of it I knew, but just hearing it from all these really, really, you know, and, and a lot of people will try to make these doctors out to be some quack, some off the wall. Well, what what's more off the wall? Somebody that's feeding you garbage that's going to kill you. And so this study reveals why, why antidepressants don't work. And not only do they not work, 
Let's not let's not lose sight of of everything here. That it just don't not work. Uh, but also, they've killed thousands of people. They've killed thousands of people. Thousands of people have committed suicide from taking antidepressants. Think about that for a minute. Think about that for a minute. So we're gonna we're gonna keep uh, looking into this. We're gonna look at. I know Matt Walsh come up with. Uh, a uh, a uh, monologue. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play that. But uh, if you get a chance, you can go to Daily Caller. I think it is, uh, and uh, it, it's really good. Uh, you can find it on Twitter. Parts of it. Uh, but I was I was I had been planning this show for the next time that I would uh, be on uh, on for Doc. And I just, I wanted to, uh, contrast the, the difference between, uh, or the similarities rather between big pharma and education because I, I believe they're profound. I believe there is, uh, and, and, and I will say this, that they're different in their insidiousness. Uh, I think big pharma, obviously because it's health related, uh, has, has done uh, they have done tremendous, tremendous, uh, physical harm to millions of Americans. Um, no, but no doubt about that. Um, but I think education, and man, we're seeing it now just like in spades. Uh, but I want to, I want to continue this about pharmaceuticals. I'm not in a hurry tonight and, uh, hope you're not. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and be right back. If you try to buy a car recently, realize there's such a chip shortage, you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online, and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website to put you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. But don't worry, Red River experts are still here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button that says Explore Payment Options on it. Clicking that button guides you through a few easy questions and then create personalized payment options you have complete control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences, and all the math happens automatically so you can figure out what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, Order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom. The dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door no matter where you live. RedRiverYourWay.com. You will be glad you did. Let me once again express how thankful we are to our advertisers. I want to mention a couple of them to you. They make it possible for us to do what we do. Like my friend Justin Minton. M-I-N-T-O-N. Minton in Benton. Now, Justin's a former insurance adjuster who left the insurance industry to become a private lawyer, founded the Minton Law Firm to help injured people fight against powerful insurance companies and corporations. 
and he has sure helped me out with the three automobile accidents I've been in since 2019. The Minton Law Firm has a great team of lawyers, including the 2016 Trial Lawyer of the Year and the 2016 Outstanding Young Lawyer of the Year. The insurance companies take Justin Minton and his team of lawyers seriously because they know they can and will take your case to trial if need be. So whether you want to go to trial or settle out of court, it's a really good idea to have a knowledgeable trial attorney on your side. Justice team aims to bring justice to clients who have been injured and need somebody to stand up for them. No matter what the injury, Justin Minton, make sure the Minton Law Firm always works hard for you. Whether you're in a car wreck, hurt on the job, or you or a loved one is suffering from the carelessness of another, if you're in Arkansas, Justin Minton Law, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton and Benton, is here to help you. Just call the Minton Law Firm, 501-943-4195, or visit justinmintonlaw.com today. This is Donnie Copeland sitting in for Doc Washburn. You're listening to the Doc Washburn Podcast, episode 200, quite a milestone today. And we're talking about the news breaking this afternoon about Big Pharma announcing uh, that uh, some of their antidepressant uh, drugs uh, don't work. And, and, and I don't really think uh, any of us uh, was surprised by that. Uh, but uh, I think what is surprising, uh, and, and, and here's what I here's what I know. I know that, you know, this is either going to be leaked or there was some reason because otherwise, uh, you know, you'd have, you'd have never, you'd never heard about it. Uh, and, and so another thing about the, to me, the insidiousness of pharmaceuticals, uh, is that, uh, and this is almost this, this. If it's not criminal, it 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 needs to be. And that is that so many pharmaceuticals. Once you get on them, they requ- they necessitate you being on another pharmaceutical. Uh, and that's why you see so many, especially elderly people, on eight, ten, twelve, fifteen uh, different drugs. Uh, Think of me as as a pastor, uh, because I'm in and out of the hospitals uh, a lot. Think of me kind of as a mechanic. Uh, so I don't work in a car factory, <clears throat> but I've seen enough cars and things wrong with them that you kind of start seeing the same things over and over again. And when you see something, you go, oh, wait a minute. <coughs> There's a... Uh, I think I know what this is. I mean, been doing this 37 years, so I've, you know, and, and, and I'm not a professional when it comes to medicine whatsoever, but it's just the empirical evidence I've seen over and over again. And something I've seen over the last, I'd say really the last 12, 15 years especially, is that uh, I, I would say the people that are hospitalized, especially over the age of 65, uh, and, 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 and I'm making a couple of caveats here. They're over 65 and, uh, they cannot diagnose. So it's not clear. It's not like building up fluid or it's not like, uh, heart pain. It's not like, um, uh, you know, uh, 
some type of infection, uh, UTI or whatever, if it's something that's inexplicable that they can't find almost every single time, it's, it's, it's medication related. First question I ask people when I go to visit them in the hospital, and I don't sit there and try to diagnose them. Please don't, don't think I'm one of those guys that, you know, is trying to play the role of the doctor. I respect doctors, you know, I, I respect what they do, uh, but I'm like Ronald Reagan, trust but verify. You know, you better take your, your, your own health in your own hands. Uh, and so, uh, I'll ask them, one of the first things I ask them, I say, uh, especially when they can't find out what's wrong with them. I, you know, somebody, something's obvious. I'm not going to go in there and start, you know, trying to tell them what to do. But when they're wondering and the doctors are wondering, and I don't say this in front of the doctors, you know, I'll just, and I'll ask it real kind of passively. And I'll say, you know, have you, you had any new medicines? Almost every single time. Uh, yeah, they just changed my medicine up. And what it is, it's an interaction or reaction from one medicine to another. And these doctors, I know they have uh, these universal medical charts, and that's becoming a little bit more prominent with the uh, online uh, my, my medicine or my health or, or whatever it is where all the doctors can go in there. But so often these people are taking things. And, and I'm going to tell you, I, I think one of the, I think one of the most emerging fields in the, in the next 15, 20 years is going to be holistic medicine. And I think it's going to be a pharmacologist who takes medicines that people are taking and evaluates them relative to the mixing of them and literally goes and get, undoes what physicians have done through, uh, pharmaceutical companies. Uh, because pharmaceutical companies are pushing, hey man, you know, we're trying to sell 10 million units this month and hey, we're giving a free trip to Hawaii. We're giving a free trip, you know, and don't think for a minute. Are, are most doctors very concerned? If not, you know, most, when I say most, most doctors are concerned about their patients' well-being. Uh, but if if they can give them this medicine or give them that medicine, this medicine has been around forever, but this one's got a trip to Hawaii tied to it, and his wife's been, or his husband, or her husband's been dogging him about going to Hawaii. You don't you don't think they're you don't think they're pushing that one, a hundred percent. And so uh, I'm telling you, it's it's uh, it's corrupt. So so this report today doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Uh, and I'm gonna tell you, you, you kind of see ways of this. We really, this really, uh, came to the forefront during this, this COVID, uh, whole, uh, what, what would we call that show, clown show, uh, and, and the vaccines. And now it continues. I mean, you got Joe Biden with, uh, uh, a shot and two boosters and he's got COVID. I mean, you know, you can't make this stuff up. I read an article today that 89% of the tests, 89% of the tests are, are not, uh, are, are not reliable. And so, uh, it's unbelievable. You know, I had this cold and, uh, some of my family was around somebody else who reportedly had COVID. Uh, some of my family were tested. Uh, they all live in the same house. 
uh, two tested negative, one tested positive. Uh, figure that out. Uh, I got sick the next day. I tested negative. I just got a bad head cold and uh, had fever for a couple of days. Uh, I've not been vaccinated. I've not been obviously not been boosted. Uh, I've already had COVID, and COVID was a lot different, lot tougher than than this right here. Uh, I didn't have any respiratory issues or anything. I was just kind of out of it for 14 days with high fever and uh, just felt cruddy. But but other than that, no lasting uh, issues. But uh, I'm telling you, you you've got to take your own. You got to take your health in your hands. And uh, I, I know I know what the feeling is. I know you can feel like that. You know, man, I'm not a doctor. I, I you know I'm not a. Well, you've never killed anybody by mixing medicines either. Uh, so. There's that. So I, I, uh, I would just I say, listen to everybody. Listen to the naturalists. Listen to the, to the typical doctors. Uh, do your research, then you take your own health into your hands. But I'm telling you uh, that the pharmaceutical companies are corrupt. I'm telling you, the pharmaceutical companies are in it not for your health. They're in it for the money. Bottom line, uh, we hear this a lot. I can't prove this, but uh, we're told over and over. I, I think probably scientists know what causes cancer, uh, but it's huge. It's 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 a multi-billion-dollar uh, business. That they're not gonna they're not gonna if if there was a cure they're not gonna they're not gonna roll it out. Uh, not happening. There's too much money in chemotherapy and radiation. And you think about it, a lot of those uh, elite uh, corporatists, they're not capitalists, by the way. Uh, you know, you say what you want to about, which I, I, I happen to like her, but you say what you want to about Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin nailed it when she called them crony capitalists. They're, they, and that's a fake capitalist. That's, they are not capitalists. A capitalist does not put profits over people's health and welfare. No, a capitalist is that is Mr. Moore that owned the little store down by our house. And if uh, you know milk was out of date, he pulled it from the shelf. And if uh, shelf, and if there was something that would harm you, he he wouldn't carry it. And you know he he lived to serve his customers and to make a profit. But the well-being of his clientele was right up there, uh, equal if not higher than his desire to make a profit. And that, my friend, is a capitalist. A corporatist is somebody, this woke ideology, and they're following in the globalist uh, climate change. And they're, the other day I was on Redfin, and... uh I hope they're not calling wanting to, to, to advertise because I'll blow that out of the water. But, uh, I'm on Redfin and down at the bottom is the, I'm looking at a, we actually had our house on the, we have our house on the market. And, uh, there was a disclaimer or a score for the climate, whatever score of our house. And, and I'm like, are you kidding me? 
Are you serious? Uh, and so, you know, it's just, and again, I, I was on that soapbox last night about the globalists, but, but I'm talking about today, and this is precipitated by the announcement that uh, a recent study, I believe by John Hopkins, uh, is saying that, uh, that antidepressants are not working. They're, they're quoting 50% uh, effectiveness. I, I think it's far lower than that. I think you get placebo with 50%. You get 50% with a placebo. So, but that's just me. Uh, so, so that, that takes us to our next, uh, thought. And that is, there was an article today by Stanley Ridgely over American Greatness. And he's talking about Larry Arn. If you don't know who Larry Arn is, Larry Arn is the president of Hillsdale College. Uh, made famous by the one and only Rush Limbaugh. And, uh, uh, quick side note about Larry Arm. Larry Arm was raised right here in Arkansas. He was raised, uh, in Jonesboro, I think actually out in Manila or Brooklyn out in the country. Uh, went to Arkansas State. Uh, they, they don't claim him. I never hear him talk about him. Probably he's too conservative for them. Uh, I, I would guess. I don't know what the deal I mean, I've had somebody as uh, sharp and as, and if you've not seen the Hillsdale Constitutional Series and a lot of the other stuff they put out, man, you check that out. All that's free and it's it's phenomenal. Uh, I, I had a Bible study group and I I showed them, you know, the the Constitution, and and they loved it. So well done, and he's just really really easy to listen to. But Hillsdale College President Larry Arn, uh, Arn commented on university teacher education programs in late June. He not only struck a nerve with teacher advocacy groups, but he also struck at the root of the decay that's taking hold in our public schools. And we're seeing this. There was a report yesterday that came out and said they were like so far this year. Uh, in this calendar year, we're in what, uh, July? There's been 1,800, uh, educators arrested for pedophilia. I mean, folks, there is a war on our children with, with, uh, drag queens at story time and these nut job, uh, kindergarten, first, second, third grade teachers coming out as pan, tran, uh, whatever sexual. Uh, to six and seven year olds? Are you, are you kidding me? Uh, our, our children are under such attack. But he goes on, Arm made his comments at a private event while stage with Tennessee Governor Bill Lee. Afterwards, a secretly recorded video of the event was made public by national television, national television station, and then widely reported. The teachers are trained the dumbest parts of the dumbest colleges in the country, Arn said. He was also unsparing in his assessment of the presence on campuses of the diversity movement. In colleges where you hire now, uh, in colleges, what you hire now is administrators. Now, because they are appointing all these diversity officers, uh, which are their degrees in education, it's easy. You don't know, have to know anything. The Hillsdale president was castigated by the usual suspects, various teachers groups, and I'm going to get to that here in a minute. Uh, in Tennessee, teacher, uh, college, uh, apparatus, uh, a spokesman for the state association of schools naturally Lee was attacked for his silence as Arn spoke. 
Critics sniffed in indignation. They feigned outrage that anyone would dare tell the truth about the nation's schools of education. Arn is correct. The situation is arguably worse in education schools and education departments than what he portrayed. A half century of studies have shown this to be the case. But more than just producing teachers, university education schools, and to an extent departments of education at colleges without freestanding ed schools reside at the core of today's overall decline, not just of K-12 through education, but also higher education. This is the case for a number of reasons. Low-quality undergraduate and graduate students flock to these programs created in, quote, educational leadership, higher education administration, and student affairs. Then they stream these graduates into college bureaucracies, jobs created just for them by their cronies in administration. Next, there is the near-complete ideological colonization of ed schools by the noxious doctrine of critical, uh, uh, is that a peda pedagogy? and its handmade anti-racist pedagogy. And Arn, as Arn points out, the diversity bureaucrats arriving on campus have, have almost all been trained in schools of education, which are universally permeated with the ideology of neo-Marxist critical theory. These students are trained according to neo-Marxist doctrine called critical pedagogy. Pedagogy, I think that's what it's called, which was concocted in the 60s and 70s by the Brazilian Maoist Paulo Fierre. If you search for the reason for the sharp increase of primitive anti-science diversity ideology in universities, look no further than the ingenuous uh, organizational dynamics set up by education schools and their administrations, uh, fellow travelers. This triangle consists of university bureaucrats, usually ensconced in student affairs and offices of diversity, education school graduate programs, and off-campus nonprofits that set standards for the education schools. I address these three-headed creatures extensively in my forthcoming book, Brutal Minds, The Dark World of Left-Wing Brainwashing in Our Universities. This Cerberus now largely controls the course of higher education and the course is downward, and it goes on and on and on. But I, I want to, I, I, and I didn't mean to read as much of that as I did. But uh, and I would, I would try to get that book. Uh, it's not like it's going to be fascinating. Uh, that is going to uh, brutal minds by Stanley Ridgely. Uh, Stanley Ridgely uh, is right, and the book's coming out. Brutal minds: The Dark World of Left Wing Brainwashing Our Universities, and we're seeing that. Uh, that's why the lives of TikTok uh, has just a plethora of of these nuts. I mean, they're they're they are nuts, and that's what you're sending your kids to. And I'm gonna tell you something. When I got on this several months ago, and I may have offended some people, and I I didn't intentionally mean to offend you, but it's the truth anyway. And that is a lot of what we're getting is. We had it coming because we have abdicated the upbringing of our children to a school system rather than us educating them. We we send them to Sunday school and hope they'll moralize them. We send them to school and hope they'll educate them. And a child was never intended to be moralized or to be given moral principles by a church, but by parents. And it was never uh, designed, a child was not designed uh, are created for a stranger to educate that child because you don't know what the stranger is going to teach them. 
It was, it was up to you. And, uh, and I'm glad. I'm not glad for the people that died. I'm not glad for the erosion of our liberties over the last several years with this COVID debacle. But I tell you what I am glad for. I'm glad for all the parents uh, that realized when they were watching Zoom of their kids and these nuts, these liberal uh, nut jobs are teaching their kids and they walk into their bedroom where the kids are listening to this Zoom and they're being indoctrinated at 7, 8, 12, 15 years of age by some nut job that came out of one of these Marxist factories. And so if there's anything else that's cut, anything good has come out of this with the erosion of liberties, with everything that has happened, one of the greatest things that's come out of this is the, is the lid being lifted more so off of a corrupt education system. I'm going to tell you something else about education that, uh, and, and this may, because I know some really good teachers. I know I'm thinking of a couple, right, uh, several right now that, uh, I'm involved with uh, other things and I go to church with, and there's nobody that cares more about education. There's nobody that cares more about their kids. And there's a lot of teachers like that. Uh, and, and I'm sorry that they get a bad rap, but listen, you can be, you know, one of a hundred or two of a hundred politicians that does it right, but there's just so much wrong being done. It's guilt by association. I don't, I don't think you're that. I don't, I don't think every teacher's bad. It's the system. Even, even the good teachers are fighting this, this neoliberal, uh, this, or, or rather ultra liberal, uh, indoctrination, uh, camp. But there's another component to this uh, education, uh, and it's a welfare component. It is a uh, entitlement component to education. Uh, it is something that over the last 30 or 40 years that has uh, evolved uh, through the educational schools and so forth. And when we come back, I'm going to... I'm going to talk to you about that, and uh, you may not agree with me uh, about uh, about those uh, particular uh, teachers, but uh, or about the system that I'm going to give you. But uh, I, I hope to give you enough to where at least makes you think. We'll be right back. All right, let me ask you this: Does your financial advisor take the time to listen and get to know you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situations change? When you work with Jonathan Presswood, he focuses on what's important to you. He uses an established process to help you achieve your unique goals, whether that's preparing for retirement, making your money last in retirement, planning your estate or inheritance, preparing for the unexpected, or anything else. Jonathan Presswood can help. Now, what should you do if you leave a job and have a 401k or other retirement plan? Or if you're getting close to retirement or already in retirement, call my friend Jonathan Presswood today. He'll help you create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. 
and they'll partner together with you to help your strategy stay on track no matter what life throws at you. Listen, we can all dream of having a perfect retirement, but how many of us will actually experience it? No matter where you are today, Jonathan Presswood is offering a free retirement analysis to figure out where you'd like to be and what it will take to get you there, and there's no obligation. Contact Jonathan Presswood, a financial advisor with Edward Jones Investments, today at 501-303-4844. Again, that's 501-303-4844. Don't wait. Call Jonathan Presswood today at 501-303-4844. Now, if you're like me, you can't remember phone numbers, go to our website, docwashburnshow.com. Just click on the link to Jonathan Presswood at Edward Jones. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. And I'd like to help you with some health issues. You have migraines, neck pain, back pain, vertigo, acid reflux, eczema, problems with your blood sugar, maybe even hay fever. Okay, let's do a little test. Look in the mirror. Does one eye look bigger than the other? Are your eyes off balance? Are your shoulders off balance? Look at a picture of yourself. Are you tilting your head to the left or the right instead of sitting up or standing up straight? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, you probably need to get your atlas adjusted. That's how I got rid of my migraines, neck pain, and hay fever. Let me explain to you how it works because it's the best kept secret in American healthcare. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas which only weighs two ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses to the rest of your body. It can affect your respiratory system, reproductive system, circulatory system, even digestive system, and yes, it can cause migraines, neck pain, back pain, acid reflux, eczema, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar. Do yourself a favor. If you're in Arkansas, call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009, for a free consultation to see if you need to get your atlas adjusted, because you probably do. If you're outside central Arkansas, go to their website, turnmypoweron.com, and click on Find a Doctor Near You. And I sure hope you can. This is Donna Copeland sitting in for Dot Washburn on the Dot Washburn podcast, episode 200. And we're talking about the report that came out today uh, that antidepressants don't work. Shocker, right? And not only do they not work, but they actually cause uh, suicidal tendencies. Uh, and, and that's right on the warning label. Uh, but uh, this report, I believe it was John Hopkins that uh, produced this report. It was uh, sort of a bombshell to the people that would report it. But what I wanted to examine tonight, and we're on education now, I wanted to examine the uh, who's the bigger fraud, Big Pharma. And keep in mind, Big Pharma is not just a pharmaceutical company. Big Pharma is the doctors. Big Pharma is the healthcare providers. Big Pharma is the physicians themselves. Uh, Big Pharma is the advertising agencies that make millions, if not billions of dollars on uh, advocating for this stuff. And so uh, it is uh, 
it, it is it is a a huge huge business and it's a full of of fraud a lot of what you take is not only not helpful as was proven by the study today but it's not not only not helpful it also can be very detrimental i.e. the statin drugs Again, I'm not advocating. I hit the cough button, couldn't get it back on. Again, I'm not advocating for you to stop taking your statin drugs tonight. I'm not advocating for you to flush your insulin down the toilet. What I'm advocating for is I'm really not advocating for anything other than for uh, what what I do, and, and then you can make up your own mind, is take my own health in my own hands. Now, I don't sit here thinking if tomorrow the doctor said, you know, look, if you don't get your blood pressure under control, uh, you're going to die, uh, that I wouldn't uh, get on some type of blood pressure medicine that was not a statin. Uh, absolutely. I, I've always said, you know, I want to res- reserve the right. Uh, but what I'm talking about is the, just the blind loyalty. And then uh, we contrasted that tonight with the educational system. And I read the story to you uh, about the education uh, system and just about the extreme um, corruption uh, in the educational system. Uh, and uh, it, was, it was about uh, Larry Arn and Stanley Wrigley is the one that actually wrote that article. And uh, but there's there's another part of this I want you to see, and that is that the Democratic Party has used because if you think about the Democratic Party uh, has owned the teachers unions forever, uh, they've never not owned them. So so shocker that education is uh, from from the administrative or from the very top level is very. Uh, liberal because it is controlled uh, by the teachers unions and is controlled and they are controlled by the Democrats. Uh, and that's not just in big cities. That's uh, now that doesn't mean like in the small country towns and all it's much less so, but like in uh, a metropolitan area, even like Little Rock, which is, you know, what 90th in, in size in the United States, 800,000 people in the whole metro area. Uh, but make no mistake about it, the teachers union uh, runs uh, education for the majority of teachers in this state. And it's very, very liberal. Uh, and so it's and, and that doesn't mean the individual teachers, all of them or even uh, probably most of them are. But there's a lot of them, especially in the South, that are less so. Uh, but not only have the Democrats used. Uh, education to indoctrinate children, and and we see we're seeing that more and more of late. We're seeing, <coughs> excuse me, this uh, host. I mean, it's almost like the gloves are off, and you got drag queens in in the in the school library, and you've got these nut twenty three and twenty four year old just pure nuts uh, that are coming out. 
and and there's no control. There's nobody, and and a lot of these schools, even here in more rural areas, we we have administrate. We have school districts that have, you know, uh, multiple superintendents, and and there's always multiple principals, and and so how does this nut these nut jobs get? Uh, We'll get to where they can just indoctrinate these little children with all their fetishes and their their mental illness. Yet it's happening. Uh, and I'm gonna tell you something. What what is happening is the teachers unions are recruiting the the Democratic bosses are recruiting the teachers unions to recruit uh, people that will. Vote Democrat. And it's not about the best for the student. It's not about who is the best teacher. It's about uh, who will vote for them, uh, who will pick it if they ask them to pick it, who will vote for the next Democrat that runs for dog catcher or whatever. It, and, and it's about everything else but the kids. That that's the bottom line, and so guess what you get in that? You don't get qualified teachers. You get ideologues. You get. Uh, listen, I'm 61 years of age, and I remember as a young man, and uh, not a young man, a kid. I was I was in the sixth or seventh grade, so I wanted to be 12 or 13, and I had a teacher spelling cat with a K. I've told you that story before, and and I I, I promise you uh, on the love for my wife and 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 uh, grandkids that we had a teacher who who seriously spelled cat with a K, could not spell cat. Fine man, good man, you know, nice guy, very very popular, but he was dumb as a sack of rocks. Because the Democratic Party put him in. And that doesn't mean a certain color. He could be black. He could be white. He could be Hispanic. It's just, it's, 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 it has nothing to do with color. It has to do with, uh, oh, you think this guy make a good Democrat? Is he a Democrat? Uh, well, let's get him. But, but my point, you missed a point if you make this racial. Or if anybody else makes this racial, what what you miss was this. It's not about the kids. It's about the teachers unions and about the Democrats getting the people they want. So guess what? Who pays the price? The parents and the kids. So what has COVID done? COVID has uncovered that through Zoom. All of a sudden, this you know, this thought that, uh, you know, that, hey, man, I, I can't do, I can't teach, man. These people are professionals. They go to school for four years. <coughs> you know, they're highly educated. They're highly trained. And a lot of them are. And a lot of them take their job very seriously. And I know some. But there's a lot. And and it's it's becoming more and more obvious. And you know what parents are waking up and saying? Hey, man. Uh, most kids are reading on a sixth, seventh grade level when they finish high school. I can do that well. Most kids have to, 90%, 95% of the kids are taking remedial English. 
uh, remedial uh, math classes. I, I mean, you you would have to try to do worse. If, if you listen, I don't care if you just have a high school education. You could watch YouTube and train yourself. Never enter a a, 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 a college, and you could educate your children better than a, than the indoctrinators. Now, I'm not talking about the professional teachers. We've all had teachers, and our kids, our grandkids have teachers now that are phenomenal, and we thank God for them. That's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the indoctrinators. I'm talking about the ones Larry Arnold was talking about, coming out of the educational mills. And it's not about education. It's not about, you know, what's best for the kid. Look, I know you think you are a unicorn, but keep that to yourself, buddy. Your job is not to go in there and convince this kid that it's okay to become a, uni- a unicorn and to date a unicorn. Your job is to educate that child. But it's not even, it's, it's, it's worse than that because we have so dumbed down education. We don't read the great books any longer. We don't, the greatest book, and not because I'm religious, but the greatest book, uh, that, that you can read is the Bible. And it used to be the cornerstone of, of education. It was the literal cornerstone of education. Now, hang with me. It was not because necessarily, yes, they were teaching uh, morality uh, and they were teaching, uh, as as was talked about in in, uh, in uh, England, good manners. And I'm using quotes. Uh, but no, the reason they use the Bible just as much was because it is. Phenomenal literature. It, it, there's nothing like it ever. Most every book that has ever been written in some way, shape, form, or fashion comes as a derivative of the Bible. Uh, just like all law, uh, virtually all law that is, has any basis of morality comes from Deuteronomy. Uh, all great literature comes from the Bible. Uh, and so, but not only do you not have the Bible, you don't, you don't have, uh, the great adventure. You don't have, uh, uh, Dickens. You don't have <coughs> Melville. You don't, you know, they're, they're reading stuff about, you know, uh, aliens and, and, uh, pansexual, uh, what, you know, whatever. It, it's not the classics. It's not, Reading, writing, and arithmetic. It's not based on morality and, 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 and good, uh, you know, good foundation like classical, uh, education. And so we've gotten away. So that's why you can have a so-so private school. Now when I say so-so, uh, that, you know, maybe not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Uh, is, you know, maybe not the, the most highly educated people are, you know, running it and it will run circles typically around, uh, most public schools. And you know why it'll run, uh, you know why it'll, it'll, it'll run circles around it is because of the, 
the emphasis, the emphasis on classical education. And they're there to uh, educate, not to indoctrinate. And man, when you spend eight hours a day educating uh, versus a school spending eight hours a day indoctrinating, uh, it makes a difference. You know, when you when you're teaching diversity and you're teaching, uh, you know, all this, you know, all this uh, stuff, everything except for what is building out a child. Uh, and then as opposed to a, you know, a, a foundational uh, system of education. A foundation of, of, that, that has the, uh, trivium, uh, a, a, a the, the uh, educational system that spends time, uh, with the, the grammar stage and they're learning grammar, they're learning the, uh, and then they, they get to the, uh, logic stage so they've learned the basics they learned the grammar they've learned the building blocks the abcs the one two threes and now they're starting to ask at 12 and 13 why why is one plus one so now they're starting to learn logic not what to think but how to think and then there's uh, how to defend that there's the rhetoric stage that's the trivium the trivium is, is grammar stage you build the building blocks and then it's the logic stage where you you uh, show them the why why uh, uh, you don't end a sentence with a preposition why and comes before a vowel not a and uh, and then you teach them lastly how to defend that because you know the basics you know the why. And then you teach them the rhetoric. You teach them how to respond to the nuts that are running this world. So what, why is this important? Language learning, image learning, uh, that re they require very different habits of thought. Language requires the, the mind to work harder. And reading, which doesn't happen anymore, the brain's forced to translate a symbol, words on a page into concepts and images uh, as opposed to video and television allowing the mind to be passive. Man, they, they sit in front of TV screens at school. See, when you're reading, the brain can't sit back. It can't relax. It's faced with a written page. The mind's required to roll up its sleeve. That's Jefferson. That's Hamilton. That's Lincoln. That's the great debaters. That's the, the Patrick Henry's. And so, uh, anyway, we, we, so, so what you're going to see in the, in the coming, uh, years, you're going to see, uh, a, a, you already have this massive explosion of homeschooling, but then you're going to see this explosion of hybrid uh, type uh, of, of private education. And then you're going to see, because of cost, you're going to see a hybrid of homeschooling and classical education. So you may homeschool for two or three days, and then you may go to uh, 
to school, to a classroom for a couple of days, or vice versa. Three days at school, a couple of days at home, uh, three days at home, a couple of days at school. And, and it'll be less expensive. And so the, the, the parent is getting some help, but the main influencer, <coughs> excuse me, the main influencer of that education is the person who should be the main edge, uh, influencer, and that is the parent or the guardian. Not the teacher, not even the Christian teacher, not even the preacher, not even the youth pastor, the parent. And so it's one thing for, you know, you to do your best for your kids and they end up, you know, being raging. I mean, who, who, who is that dude? Who, who is that girl? But it's another thing when you let somebody else raise your kids and you go, who's that person? Well, who do you think they are? They're whoever those people were. At least in this case, you did your best. I did my best. I, I gave them the best opportunity. Uh, and so. In, in both of these, here, here's, here's the, the final analysis here tonight. Then we're going to go to, lastly, we're going to go to the tweet of the day. Uh, I didn't get to that last night. We're so thankful for Red River Your Way, redriveryourway.com. Uh, and they are phenomenal, phenomenal people. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to do, uh, the tweet of the day. And then what we'll do after that, I want to come back, close out with what I think uh, is the solution to the fraud that is Big Pharma and the fraud that is uh, Education Inc. Uh, and professional education, which de- emphasizes the teacher uh, and the Democratic Party rather than the student themselves. Uh, so what I, I'd like to do uh, now is give you the Excuse me. The tweet of the day by Red River Your Way. I'm so thankful for them. Man, they, they're a great uh, dealership. Listen, you say, well, you know, they're, they're, uh, you know, I like going and be able to look for my, uh, my, uh, car on the lot. But listen, that's just not how cars are bought nowadays. And, you, and you're buying so many things that are sight unseen now. And, uh, and say, so, well, the car's different. What's well, a little different, but man, when you're dealing with somebody a lot, Red River Your Way, give them a shout. At least do this. Try them. Go to Red River Your Way before you buy that car and say, hey, I want to give you guys a shot. I heard you on Doc Washburn's show, and I felt like I need to at least uh, see what you have and talk to you. Uh, I have a, a Dr. Shea, a PhD. Uh, I'm a, a AMA Black Patriot at Dr. Shea, uh, PhD. And, uh, they were talking about Pence, how he was, uh, shocker. He's defending Liz Cheney. Uh, and she says, I won't vote for Pence ever. If President Trump doesn't run, I'll vote down ballot for every other Republican except Pence. Well, honey, don't worry because Mike Pence is not getting the first base. Uh, So uh, anyway, that's that's your uh, that's your tweet of the day, brought to you by Red River Your Way. Um, here's a solution. I'm never going to give you a problem. I don't give you a solution. Here's the solution: to Big Pharma and to Education Inc. is to take matters into your own hands. 
And, and that can seem daunting at first. I understand. But, uh, what's more daunting is trusting somebody and, and it's okay to trust, but verify as Ronald Reagan said. So what I encourage you to do this is, uh, start doing your research when the doctor says, Hey, I want to put you on this medicine. Say, well, doc, give, give me a, uh, week to, and he'll get upset. You know, he'll, he'll get mad. Uh, but find you another doctor. And I know some of you are on, on Medicare. And so that's, that's a little, uh, that's a little different. Uh, but, but suffice to say, take your, your, uh, and know your options before you go in. I'll tell you a quick story and then we'll close out. Uh, 20 years ago, 18 years ago, my wife was having some issues. Went to a gynecologist and we were told ahead of time, that this gynecologist, that, uh, there's a good and better chance this gynecologist will, uh, require, will, will, uh, recommend surgery with the particular issues that she was having, fibroid tumors. Uh, she didn't know what it was. She just was having some, some issues. And, uh, and from the, uh, from the symptoms, uh, other people that had, had other ladies that had, had this, this was back when there were men and women. Uh, other women had, uh, experienced these same, uh, uh, symptoms and had gone to, not all of them to this particular doctor, but a lot of them, uh, that, that she knew. And, and so, and they told her, so look, you go to him. He's, he's, he's really a good doctor, but, Nine times out of ten, he's going to do surgery. So we go in, you know, we talk to him. Uh, I sat out in the lobby, if I remember right. I know I did. Uh, it was a little kind of strange, awkward. But anyway, she comes out and she says, you know, uh, he, he wants to do surgery. And, uh, he, he wants to set it up for this date or that date. And, and, and I, I can't sit here and tell you I was not intimidated. I can't sit here and tell you. There wasn't a huge part of me want to say, okay, you know, I mean, I got a, I got a, you know, a high school degree and, you know, uh, what, three years of college, uh, who am I arguing with a guy that went to med school, right? Uh, and I told her, I said, well, look, at, 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 tell him, <coughs> excuse me, please tell him that you would like to have, you know, a week or two to do your own research. She didn't want to do it, but she did, and he got mad. You know, it's called, well, you know, it's turned to cancer, blah, 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 scared her, you know. So we come home, and we start doing our research. And this is 18 years ago, so the Internet was a thing, but it wasn't like it is now. But we started doing our research, and uh, I, I pulled most of it together and found that fibroid tumors are in 70% of women, and it's uh, due to an overgrowth of estrogen in the body. It forms uh, tumors, and uh, that 95% of the time, those tumors, uh, they do cause problems uh, for a uh, short part, uh, period of time. But in 95 or 98% of the women, those tumors dissipate. So I asked her, I said, did, did he tell you that these tumors uh, 95% of women, uh, or 75% of women get these tumors? No. Did he tell you that 98% of women, uh, th that the, if they, if they don't have surgery, these tumors will, 
dissipate? No, he didn't. No, because he would rather give her a 20,000, whatever it was, dollar surgery, uh, put her body and listen, did you know this? Uh, and, and I know I'm going to sound like a nut, uh, to some of you, but did you know that, uh, something as, uh, when I say benign, something as, uh, pedestrian as a tube ligation. You think, you know, tube ligation, you're having a baby, you, that you want that to be your last one, you have a tube ligation, uh, no big deal, right? Did you know that the majority of women that have a tube ligation, you know who I learned this from? Dr. Dobson. That the majority of women who have a tube ligation have a major surgery within, uh, five years. My wife had a tube ligation after our third son. And within three years, she had gallbladder surgery. And I guarantee, but see, you're never going to be told that stuff. You want to find a doctor that says, hey, I can do a tube ligation. But, and, and there's a lot of doctors that don't know that stuff. Or, or, let me back up. They probably know it, but they're so bent on, that's the way everything's always done. And so my whole point tonight is to let you know, yeah, is there a crisis in education? Absolutely. It's, it's a greater crisis than ever in the history of this nation. Is there a far, is there a crisis in, uh, healthcare, especially in the pharmaceuticals? Yeah, it's an epidemic. My mother-in-law takes probably 15 pills a day. And I guarantee you 75% of her issues are from those pills. So what do we do? We take our own health and we take our children's education, education and we bring it back in and we start Doing it ourselves doesn't mean you don't use a doctrine. It doesn't mean you don't use a public school. It means you become involved. You become hands-on. Listen, you cannot, what you expect, you have to inspect. That's the message for tonight. Hey, I'll see you back here tomorrow. And I'm so thankful that you joined me. Uh, I'm always just so, uh, just overwhelmed.